YouTube. I want you to look at this footage. This is one of the thousands of clips of war taking place right now next to Moldova, closest to the nuclear weaponized country of Poland, near Germany, Hungary, and north of Turkey. This is the war of Europe, the largest war since World War II fought on European soil, a war to begin other wars, and a war that some say will end only when the United States of America, NATO, and the collective West lay waste to the land that is now called Russia. This is the war taking place right now between Russia and Ukraine. This is World War III. It's easy to disconnect from the reality of what is taking place here. There are people that think just like you do. I'm not talking about their governments. I'm not talking about their militaries fighting for their homelands even. I'm talking about the generational trauma that is being unleashed on a people that exist just like you. Less than a year ago, a population of people larger than Canada, larger than Poland, almost twice as large as Australia. These people were going to work every single morning. They were sending their kids off to school and to college for a better life than they had growing up. They were sharing meals, they were watching television shows, and they were enjoying the newest movies to come out of Hollywood, just like you. And then they were not. Now they are fighting for their lives. They're running away from everything that they know and everything that they love. Their homes are destroyed. Their childhoods wrought with memories of the families and the friends that they have lost. They are fighting to stay warm at night. They are freezing in sub-zero conditions because it is too dangerous to move during the day. They are a people just like many of your friends and families, or at least they were. They thought that nothing like this could happen to them until it did. It is, that is, until it was too late for them to get ready. It was too late for them to prepare. Now we see stories of people literally taking the lives of other people just for canned food. They're fighting to their last breath over safe shelter. They are looting and they are backstabbing. And this has become a way of life, a way to stay alive. This has become normal for some, just as normal as breathing or finding a glass of water is for you. What will you do? Will you leave like you have already thought these people should have done? Will you abandon your home before it turns to rubble like these homes that you have seen just in this video? Will you become a combatant, a fighter for your home? and a fighter for your homeland? What if that decision turns you into an extreme person of domestic concern? How will you fight to survive? As we look at videos like this, it's, it's interesting and it's important for us to realize that these people were just like you and me. They were just like your friends who say nothing ever happens. And I get comments on every video saying, Brad, you put out videos like this and nothing ever happens. What do you expect, McFly? Do you expect my video to mean that tomorrow you're going to have a military uh, battalion at your front door? No, don't be an idiot. 
realize that the world is shifting toward a negative turn. We are turning into a more barbaric world every single day. This is a cycle of events that takes place. There's always a recipe, a biological threat, or at least a perceived one, an economic crash, and a world war. You see it in your city. Road rage. Kelly and I were driving down the street the other day, and we had some guy really riding our butt, just like running up and slowing down, running up and slowing down. There was two lanes next to us completely open, but he expected me to get out of his way. I'm on the right side of the road. I'm in the slow lane. I'm driving with the normal speed of traffic, and in fact, I'm driving a couple of uh, miles per hour over it. The guy's up and down, up and down. I get to a stoplight. He swerves in front of me. I see that he's acting a little bit erratically. I reach down and get my self-defense tool. It's just nearby. It's in my vehicle, right? Could be anything. Could be a pen. No matter what it is, he looks at me and he says, I see what you've got. You can't see anything. It's in his case. He says, I see what you've got. And I've got 50. I've got a clip of 50 to give you. This is a guy who with absolutely zero uh, alter previous altercation, never seen this guy before in my life, is so mad that I would have the audacity not to get out of his way. What he did is he chose something called a wrong target. That means you had a bad day at work. Then the person goes home and beats their child or, or hits their wife or smashes into somebody's car or keys somebody's car. That's the wrong target. Their bad day at work wasn't directed at those people that they took their anger out on. But this is happening more and more every single day. And so for people out there with the audacity to say that nothing ever happens, they're just ludicrous. They have lost their hold on common sanity. And so I want you and your family to do what you can to get ready. Because just like these people in Ukraine who are right now, I don't, I'm not talking about what Putin should or shouldn't do. I'm not talking about what America and NATO should or shouldn't do. I'm talking about the people who, just like you, were going to work. They were going to school. They had their future in mind. Their future was 10, 20, 30 years ago. What they'll do when they get old. There were new budding relationships. There were people who were changing jobs. Now they're just fighting for their lives. And those are the people that I have concern for and empathy for because they didn't ask for this. They didn't want this. Just like maybe you were born into a household that maybe uh, had differences that you didn't ask for. These people were just on a land. They didn't ask for any of this. They didn't ask their government to become involved in this. In many cases, they are innocent bystanders. They're just calamities of world war. So as you see these things, and as people have the, the, uh, the audacity to say nothing is wrong, know that they are in the wrong. Russia and his foreign minister, Lavrov, says that Russia is calling on the West, on the United States of America, for maximum nuclear restraint. Lavrov says that if Ukraine does not meet the Russian demands for disarmament and to get rid of the so-called Nazis, the Russian army will take over. There are reports of more and more explosions, Ukraine. more arsons, more so-called man-made disasters, actually acts of sabotage in Russian territory. Many people believe that this is the uh, Ukrainian forces or Western forces. Now, let me explain to you what's actually happening. This is a guerrilla movement, and you have to be prepared for the light 
white infrastructural attacks happening in the United States of America to spread and become more violent and more frequent. In a Russian telegram, they are warning Israel not to supply the Iron Dome to Ukraine. They claim that the Iron Dome has only been tested against Palestinian militants, and it might see its aura of strength be shattered by the Russian military. Medvedev, the ex-Russian president, is saying that Russia is doing its best to end Ukrainian neo-Nazism. Reports are coming in that Russia will supply Iran with 24 Su-35 jets on an expedited timeline. Russia's social media that we monitor suggests that Russian banks might not have the cash on hand to satisfy pension payments and withdrawals. Bank employees are telling pensioners to get in line or go home and come back another day. At 14.07 Kiev time, it was noted by intelligence operators that Russian uh, two, uh, excuse me, the Russian uh, 50 U anti-aircraft missile takeoffs were taking place at a military airfield in Belarus. This is in the Baitesk or Baitesk region of Belarus. A fire broke out on territory in the region, the country's largest oil refinery, which is now under sanctions to the west. The main department of the Ministry of Emergencies of Belarus reported that these events are ongoing. Within the last couple of hours, assets in the Kosovo security forces are said to be observing uh, a general heading toward the border with Serbia. We're seeing uh, Mitrovica, a, a region in the area, losing its electricity. The entire north remained without power. Barricades are going up and barricades are coming down. The interior minister of Kosovo says that Serbia is now acting under Russian influence and they are working to destabilize the region. Sam Bankman Fried, the scam artist that took tens of billions of dollars from people in the crypto world and is going to get away with it because he paid off people most likely. His family right now is paying 10 thousand dollars per week for armed security let me tell you something if the pitchforks and the uh torches come out they're not going to stop at ftx they're going to go all the way to the top coinbase shares are expected to once again hit record lows as they did in the past 24 hours american consumers are said to have ended the year with 110 billion dollars more in credit card debt than what they started with this will be close to a record a growing percentage of households, according to economic data, missed multiple payments leading up to Christmas time and holiday time, including their rent, including their mortgages, and including their credit card bill payments so that they could put gifts under the tree. Economic watchers say that in this year, we saw more tech layoffs than 2001. We saw a worse drop in tech stocks than 2001. We're beginning to see the largest war since World War II. We're seeing the most aggressive Federal Reserve policy ever pushing the world into a depression. And we've seen $2.5 trillion lost in the crypto world. Now, the real question they say is, what is the year 2023 going to bring us? The uh, One of the islands on the most Western part of the Japanese island chain being just 68 miles from Taiwan is depending on a new type of missile defense system that is going to be deployed there, such as the Patriot uh, Pac-2. This will allow Taiwan to be placed under Japanese protection. Now, China has basically come out and said, you want to stand with Taiwan? Go ahead, Japan. They said, if you want to stand with America, go ahead, South Korea. 
they've got you in their sights. So when this war does pop off, and let me tell you, the bigger picture here, so many people don't want to see the forest beyond the trees, but the bigger picture is that China is allowing Russia to completely deplete the American and NATO uh, missile forces. They are depleting them at a rate in which the military industrial complex in the United States of America says we're at five to 15 years to make back what has been given freely to Ukraine. Now, I'm sure that American military strategists who are working directly with the government and the military know what they're doing to a certain extent. They know the uh, risk that they're playing, but they also know that there is no risk, no reward. If they do not deplete Russian, uh, the Russian administration, if they do not basically take out Russia from being a world power, then Russia, China, India will rise. And so America is kind of playing on the, uh, on the opposite side here, but China is playing the longer game. Deplete America of its missiles, deplete NATO of its missiles, take Taiwan. America will have to come to defend Taiwan. And then you have South Korea, Japan involved, Australia involved. This is a much larger event than what you are being told. But it's easy to see. The bigger picture here is that one day soon, the United States dollar is going to be worth less. One day soon after that, the United States dollar will be worthless. Could you imagine walking around stacks of cash? You're walking around your hundies in cash just to try and buy something small. Oh, you want a piece of gum? That'll be 300 USD. Oh, you'd like to fill up your car? That's 6,000 USD. When you look at videos from around the world, I watch people in Nigeria, I watch people doing walkthroughs in Venezuela. It's, it's ridiculous to see the uh, denominations that they have to use to try to get something small. That's because wheelbarrows full of cash mean nothing. One day soon, the United States dollar will be worth less. And so you have to get ready for that eventuality by using your purchasing power to its highest ability today. Getting ready for war, the Taiwan president has made the proclamation that compulsory military service will be extended to one year from the year 2024. On December 25th, the uh, active day of Christmas celebration in the United States of America for those celebrating exercises with the PLA, including live firing and controls around Taiwan. The PLA Eastern Command took necessary measures to resolutely defend national so uh, sovereignty and territorial integrity. Colonel Xi or Xiao Yai the, uh, says the Chinese military conducted drills as a response to U.S.-Taiwan escalations and provocations from the United States of America. What were these provocations, you asked? The U.S. Navy, as we uh, monitored, sent the EP-3 Ares uh, active off the coast of Taiwan. U.S. retail sales grew by the rate of inflation, so actually sales went down. Russia's Lavrov says that we need some time to be able to abandon the United States dollar. Putin says that 99% of our people are ready to sacrifice everything that they have in the interest of Russia. We're entering into a real tricky time, a real tricky business here. The first thing that we need to do is start answering all of our questions. So I want to get to a couple of those today. The first question comes to us from a viewer on the channel. They go by the name of GCAL. Question, I was led to believe that turmeric, the spice, also needs fats like dairy for the body to utilize it. Hence my before bed drink of warm milk, turmeric, black pepper, 
or unpasteurized honey on those nights. Is this wrong? No, it is taken up better with fats. Uh, it is bioactive with turmeric and just peppering, so black pepper. But if you add a fat into it, that's going to slow your body's uh, processing of it as it processes through the liver, and it's just better in all uh, regard. Gray H says, question, oh, and it's another turmeric one. Is, it a, is there a pepper to turmeric ratio? You have mentioned this a few times, and I want to add it to my daily diet. Thanks for your updates. Me, I do it until my toothbrush is, is yellow, until my tongue is yellow, until my lips are yellow. Now, you have to be careful. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a dietitian, not a nutritionist, not telling you what to do. But what I do know is that turmeric causes your gallbladder to contract. This is good for gallbladder health if you do not have active gallstones blocking it. If you do, it's going to push more into it because it causes a near immediate contraction of your gallbladder. And also for people with, a, with ongoing cirrhosis has a lot of health, uh, has a lot of good properties. You just have to start small if you are, and that's my opinion, start small and do it uh, you know, as you see fit. Make sure that if you notice any discomfort or anything weird, you uh, stop and consult a doctor. Winter Soldier, question. Brad, what are the benefits? Oh, okay, I'm going to skip that one. So we got another tumor right there. Linda L says, question. Are we sure that our infrastructure is actually being attacked by Americans? It's possible that foreign agents are targeting us because of war. They are very skilled at making things look the way they are not. Thank you for your wonderful work. You're very brave. Thank you, Linda, for the uh, vote of confidence here in what we do. So are we sure it's Americans? No, there's a lot of people who are sure that it's uh, the government. There's a lot of people who are sure it's the right wing. There's a lot of people who are sure it's the left wing. And there's a lot of people who are certain that it is a, uh, an international government uh, agency. For me, I just know it's happening. So I get ready for the fallout, not so much the who did it. That's what I suggest everyone does. Lisa Scheib says, I have a question. I cannot keep weight on. I'm always struggling to stay above 90 pounds outside of protein powder. Is there anything that helps keep weight on? I want to prep. And the best thing for me to keep uh, healthy in, uh, in an SHTF environment. Thank you. So if you know you have a problem keeping weight on, just do what you have seen uh, you know, the workout the best for you. Make sure you stock lots of fats. Make sure you stock lots of protein, uh, stock lots of carbs. And that's uh, really all you can do if you have your, and, you know, watch your calories and Pack in more. Just make sure the rest of your body is healthy too. Annalisa, question. What are y'all going to do, y'all, when your toilets will not flush? Learn how to use newsprint, wrap little packages neatly, buy blue masking tape, find out how to dispose of your gallons of urine for your family, and that uh, which they will produce. This is not a joke. So she's right. A lot of people are going to freak out when they can't flush the toilet. They're not going to know what to do. Imagine... Imagine you're in a city, right? And uh, let's just say you've got neighbors to the left of you, neighbors to the right of you. Maybe even you're in an apartment complex. Imagine going outside to go to the bathroom. You will have the cops at your house and possibly the health department within hours. They won't come if somebody's robbing you necessarily. They won't come for a suspicious uh, person lurking outside. But you tell somebody we've got a possibly uh, you know, drunk Joe over here peeing on the fence, those cops are going to be there in milliseconds. So what happens then? Well, a lot of people don't realize that there's a very, uh, we all have a common core, right? We have to eat, we have to breathe, we have to drink, we have to go to the bathroom. And we need to normalize the fact that modern plumbing 
is at the root of what we call civility or uh, you know social uh, civil contract. And so what we need to have is a backup plan for when things get backed up. One of those things that you can do is one that we have done anytime that we are off the grid, uh, completely off the grid. And that is uh, if you don't have access to go outside, then you get a five gallon bucket. It's great that a toilet seat from Walmart, very cheap one, fits nicely on top of a five gallon bucket. Now, if you're uh, depending on your situation, you're going to need to possibly catch the urine separately. What can you do? Well, you fill up the five gallon bucket with dirt from outside. You put a two liter gallon, uh, you know, you cut open a two liter so that you have an open reservoir that catches the urine. The dirt catches the, uh, uh, you know, the other excrement and you pack it all up and you take it out. And what do you do with it then? Well, nobody's really going to call the cops on somebody burying, you know, dog poop or anything else in the backyard. But they are going to call the cops if, uh, you know, your Uncle Joey is, uh, you know, taking a dump under the tree with everyone watching. So have a backup plan. That's the best thing that you can do. So I appreciate Annalisa, uh, you know, the uh, opportunity to talk about that. From my family to you and yours, please stay safe and keep watch. Make sure you check back here every single day on YouTube. We're here with you every day bringing you the headlines and actionable intelligence and information that you and your family can use to either reaffirm your preparedness, to see new things that you need to get prepared for, or just to have a community of awake and aware people watching real things that are really happening around our world. We are glad you are here with us. Please leave one comment. Please leave one reply to someone else's comment, but most of all, please stay safe. If you're interested in a whole house uh, water filter, check out usaberkeyfilters.com and use the code FSS10. You'll get 10% off. You know contingencymedical.com has antibiotics from real doctors, and I'm talking real antibiotics from a real pharmacy. Use the code FSS10 there. You're going to get a discount. And nutrientsurvival.com forward slash FSS has long-term food storage. I get no commission from any of these sponsors here on this channel. They just give uh, coupon codes so that they can uh, you know, help people out. I always ask them for more. I'm always like, hey, can I have 15, 20, 30%? The max we've got right now from Nutrient Survival is 15%. Use the code FSS15 to get 15% off of your order. Please, everyone, stay safe, love the people around you, and keep watch. Ladies and gentlemen, there are several water crises that are going on across the South, along with a large number of people in businesses with busted pipes. So this is the Jackson, Mississippi, because this was probably the biggest water crisis we have heard this year but i'm gonna show y'all how deep this really goes deep freeze great pipes create water crisis across oh, south days of man. freezing temperatures in the deep south area the problems were happening Monday 
in large troubled water systems like Jackson, Mississippi, where residents were required over Christmas to boil water months after the lost service because of a cascade of problems. They also are happening in Shreveport, Louisiana, where some residents have no water in Selma, Alabama, the Stupid ass. So they had yeah. a burst that is all over Mississippi. At the food bank. Not just Mississippi. And they said that at least a million dollars of food in that facility in Greenville, South Carolina. Police are letting people uh, police stores in Atlanta. I did a story on this. Said their 911 system was flooded with emergency calls about broken pipes. Dozens of water systems either had to boil or they had low pressure. So people were barely getting anything out of their faucets in several states across the South, y'all, not just mm -hmm. one location. So, and it just goes to show you when something like this occurred, these states are not prepared at all. Not at all. So the culprit was the temperatures in dropping below freezing Thursday and Friday and have spent only hours, if any, above 32 degrees since then. And they're talking about the South where they're not used to this. So water expands when it freezes, bursting pipes that aren't protected. Then when the temperature rises, those broken pipes start leaking hundreds or even thousands of gallons of water. Over the holiday weekend, businesses were closed and those leaks can go undetected for days. Yeah, that's true. Some of y'all might go back to your job and it may be a flood in there. All right. So here's some of the places. Charleston, South Carolina, they said um, the water system spokesperson was talking about the potential of leaks when people return back to their work. Charleston was also under a boiled water requirement for hundreds of thousands of customers that um, could also close restaurants in businesses. And they said the amount of burst pipes in Lexington, Kentucky was unprecedented. The system put out 
about 50 million gallons of water during a typical winter day over the Halloween weekend. The output went all the way up to 100 million gallons. More than 400 customers reported those pipes. So between unreported leaks, closed businesses, and empty vacation homes, the system figures thousands of leaky pipes are gushing water. So the situation in Jackson was not as dire as August when many of the capital 150,000 people lost running water after flooding. And yeah, there was a lot of flooding going on down there. Residents had to wait in lines for water to drink, cook, bathe, and flush toilets. But there were people without water pressure and the city set up an emergency water distribution site on Christmas. Can you believe that? So the people from Jackson, some of them had to go and get water all over again. Mm -hmm. We continue to struggle to return pressure to the water system. We are producing significant amounts of water and pushing that into the system, but the pressure is not increasing. Despite those efforts at the plant, the issue has to be significant leaks. They're saying that they believe there are significant leaks in the system that have yet to be identified. And that's why so many people are not getting any water pressure down there in Jackson, Mississippi. The mayor of Selma, James Perkins Jr., issued an emergency order on Christmas Day asking owners to go to their businesses and check for leaks before the city ran out of water. Crews in the city of 18,000 were able to find and fix enough leaks to equalize the amount of water coming into and out of the system. Perkins said Monday in a statement that there was a major leak that hasn't yet been found and two more nights that are forecast to be below freezing, the mayor said. Broken pipes were also causing problems at individual buildings. Massive leaks was reported at the Alabama State House in Montgomery on Christmas Eve, according to WFSA TV. At the Harvest Hope Food Bank in Greenville, South Carolina employees opened the building Monday morning and several inches of water gushed out. Broken pipes were spraying water and workers turned away dozens of needy people, the food bank said. The water cut power to the food bank's freezers and refrigerators. Workers were faced with a double challenge of getting power restored before the uh, before the food spoiled and keeping water out of the area. Up to a million dollars of food could be destroyed, the food bank said. Wow, that's a lot of food. The forecast did provide good news. On Monday, highs across the Deep South were expected to be at least in the 40s. And the freezing temperatures at night 
shouldn't last as long as till um, a warm-up arrives at the end of the week. And that's how it's going to be here. And in fact, tomorrow we're going to be back in the 40s. And we're going to be rising to the 50s and 60s. So it, it's pretty much over where I am. But, you know, in other parts of the country, it's just going to be a few more days. And most of the country should be out of this entire thing. You know, I don't know about the northwestern and midwestern states. I'm not too sure if they're going to be out of it. I'm definitely going to have to look at the forecast on that. But y'all, please tell me what you think. I did not know it was so many water issues in the South after this freezing weather. And like I said, it just goes to show you one weather event and it can turn everything upside down. Please leave your comment and subscribe. Don't forget to hit on the notification bell and I'll see you on the next video. Peace, family. Well, baby, now you are at the long end of 50. You are in Atlanta, the other black men. gentlemen, Rochelle Walensky decided to go out on Twitter and she made the claim that the Tuskegee experiment was about sacrifice. We know this is a bunch of BS. You can always tell when they're trying to change the history. Those men did not sacrifice themselves, y'all. They were victims. They were lied to. They were manipulated. But she tried to say, pretty much say those men, those 623 men that were part of the Tuskegee experiment, that was just part of them sacrificing themselves. Can you tell me what America is worth sacrificing over? Because I, even I'm elusive about that one. What is it about you that's worth sacrificing over? Please let us know what the hell that is. Because nobody knows what that is. So this is what she decided to put out there on the 50th anniversary of the Tuskegee experiment. 
you know, that's right up there with slaves or migrant workers that wanted to come over here and work for free. Now, I've been alive for quite some time. I never came across anybody that was gleeful about working for free, especially for any of you. So this, I guess, was her attempt to go out on Twitter and change the history and do a I'm white and I say so out there on Twitter. And see, this all backfired on Rochelle Walensky. It didn't go as smoothly as she thought. Okay, so these are some of the men that they did the experiment on. And it was a very racist experiment because you only did this on black men. You wanted to see the effects of syphilis on untreated people. And see, in another part of the history that's very important that they leave out all the time, ladies and gentlemen, these men infected their wives. So this went way beyond 623 men. You got to factor in the women that they were with that were also infected with syphilis from sleeping with them. And that is always casually left out. So this went way beyond 623 people, period. So Rochelle Walensky was slammed for trying to sugarcoat a very racist experiment and calling it sacrifice. Well, a few days later after she got dragged, y'all, she called these men victims. Oh, it took the public dragging you to finally say these men were victims. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. So, Ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people took offense to Rochelle Walensky calling these Tuskegee syphilis study a sacrifice from black men. So ahead of the CDC marking the 50th year anniversary of the study, and uh, Wednesday, Walensky tweeted, I will be joined by colleagues at hashtag public health leaders as we honor the 623 African-Americans, their suffering and sacrifice and our commitment to ethical research practice. Well, there was nothing ethical about what you did to these men. Nothing is right up there with all the other heinous things that America has done. And these people got a lot of nerve, all the uh, crap they have done to us all throughout the centuries and they believe they deserve our loyalty, y'all can go kick rocks. That's what you can do. So the 40 year experiment, it went on for 40 years. 40 years, it don't take that long to study syphilis. You must be slow. Y'all must be slow. So, 
Originally, it was called the Tuskegee Study of Untreated Syphilis in the Negro Male. That was literally the title of it. So the whole experience, you know, the whole thing was racist. They just wanted to watch black men die. That's all this was. So between 1932 and 1972, the United States Public Health Service conducted the study of 623 black men, including 399 of them with syphilis. The purpose of the experiment was to observe the progression of the disease, which left uh, untreated, but participants were never informed. This is why they're victims. They were never informed of this. Instead, they were told they were being treated for bad blood. So they lied to all of these men. They lied to all of them. That ain't a sacrifice. Okay? You lie, it's not a sacrifice. See, this is the same thing they did to all those inmates. The stories I've done on the inmates they were treated, they did the same thing. They lied to those inmates when they did experiments on them. You know why you lied? Because you knew what you were doing was wrong. Penicillin became widely available as a treatment for syphilis by 1943. So it was no reason for the experiment to go on to 1972. Like I said, they just wanted to watch black men die. So the researchers refused to administer it. And, and, and you know, the unequal treatment in the medical world still goes on today. That's why they call it medical apartheid. You still do. So when you come out with these shots and everything you want to give to people, I don't blame nobody for not trusting you. And what have you done to make things right? Not a damn thing. Nothing. So the study ended in 1972 after being exposed by a whistleblower who went to the Associated Press. But 128 participants had died of syphilis or related complications while 40 wives were infected and 19 children were born with congenial syphilis, according to the Equal Justice Initiative. For this reason alone, reparations is a must. Walensky tweet prompted furious backlash from social media users who decry her frame of the Tuskegee experiment. And she should be dragged. She should. So somebody by the name, an artist by the name of Clifton, uh, Clifton Duncan, this is what he said. He called her disgusting. And he's right. If Lewinsky has the audacity to reframe one of the most infamously unethical and racist medical experiments in American history as some sort of noble sacrifice. A reasonable person might question her judgment regarding 
the C response. And he's talking about, you know, the pandemic. And wonder why she is still employed. There you go. So another person wrote, her name is Lorena Crayol. This wasn't a sacrifice. These black men were used as human guinea pigs. The Tuskegee experiment was so deplorable. It is used as a textbook study on how clinical trials should not be run. You should be ashamed of yourself. Navarro mm, mm, mm. Morrow is another one that responded to Walensky. He said, whitewashing one of the most horrific incidences of governmental racism conducted against African-Americans in the modern era. The Tuskegee experiment didn't end until 1972. Many black people don't trust the medical profession to this day because of this. She's shameful and she is shameful. She is. I'm glad people jumped on her butt and didn't just accept what she said. So, you know, like the coward that she is, she came back with her tail in between her legs to call uh, this was horrible. And yes, these men were victims. Okay. Walensky. So y'all, you know, this is a disgrace that she just couldn't be upfront and honest about how horrible this history was and trying to act like these men just kind of voluntarily sacrificed themselves. She can go straight to hell. And all the rest of you that sit around trying to believe you don't understand why we don't trust your medical industry at all. Y'all can get out of here too. Y'all full of crap. So y'all, please tell me what you think about this video. Please leave your comment and subscribe. Don't forget to hit on the notification bell. And I'll see you on the next video. Peace, family. Ladies and gentlemen, look like Kyrie came out with a new message on his sneakers. And I think I like this message the best. So this was the last basketball game. You know, one thing about these ball players, boy, do they have on some of the most colorful sneakers I've ever seen. Back in the day when I was coming up, uh-uh, they all pretty much wore similar sneakers. You know, now the sneakers are so colorful when they're out there playing. Everybody got their own signature brand and all that stuff. You know, and I was looking at, um, how many brands some of these players have, like LeBron James got 20 
signature sneakers, you know, and, and everybody got a bunch of signature sneakers. I mean, it, it's pretty amazing of how uh, it just the sneakers alone have changed so much when it comes down to basketball. So, y'all, decoding the latest message on Kyrie Irving's sneakers. So, the Brooklyn Nets guard, Kyrie Irving, continues to write messages on his sneakers. Now, you know, they were confusing. These messages aren't confusing. Confusing to an idiot, yeah. So, after the start of probably the worst season imaginable, the Brooklyn Nets have not only corrected course, but also dominated. So last night, Brooklyn's, the, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, they defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers to extend their winning streak to nine games. So they said this is their longest since 2006. There's no denying the correlation between Kyrie Irving's presence on the court and the team's success. Yeah. It, it, they would have continued to be successful if you didn't disrupt everything over some damn length. And uh, that people still ain't feeling you on, by the way. So since serving a seven-game suspension, which should not have happened, all right, Irving has uh, owned his opponents. Additionally, Irving has used games as an opportunity to send messages. And he got to Nike, but that message that he got on there is not to Nike. Like I said, these folks writing this, you can tell you have zero connection with black folk. You can tell, you know, just from the wording that y'all need to hang out with black people a lot more because you really don't know black folks at all. That's what it means. So anyway... You know, we know all the drama that went on with Nike. You know, these people just love to, and that's another thing about you. You just love rehashing the same thing over and over and over. It could be 10 years from now, and they'll still be talking about Kyrie and Nike and Kyrie and this and the Kyrie and the link. Because that's how you are. This is the nature of the beast. You don't know how to move on. You don't know how to get on with life. That's what it does prove about you. So, so you know, we know last month his contract ended with Nike. And he put a message over the logo. And, you know, and he wrote it just to let people know he was free. That's all that message was. He was letting, putting the word out that he was free. It was nothing confusing about that handwritten message. Confusing to an idiot, all right, who wrote this article. So anyway, he had on a pair of Kyrie threes. So during the game, he wrote Mamba Mentality. And he had on uh, red and black sneakers, you know, from 2017, you know, from Nike. And that was really just paying tribute to Colby Bryant. Isn't that what he was called? How is that confusing? 
all right? And then on his other sneaker, he had free all of my people, dot, 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 I am. I know what he means, but that's what he had on the other sneaker. And you can see that in the picture. So, you know, um, that's what they are. So now they're going to the Bible two dates or Bible verses, uh, whiplash, the word whiplash. You know, these people are, you know what it is. They are not spiritually in tune. There is a difference between being spiritual and just being uh, and just reading a Bible, but you don't have a spiritual connection to it. Or reading a Torah and don't have a spiritual connection to it. Okay? And if you are just reading the words and know the words, and see, it's just like there's a difference between being a book smart person and a street smart person. And that is the difference. Some of these groups of people are book smart and that's it. But there is no street smarts in them. And then some group of people are street smart. They know what to do when they're on the streets. And other people, they think because they can recite stuff out of a book, that makes you brilliant. That don't make you brilliant. That don't make you brilliant. Okay, I'm just saying, that don't make you brilliant. Now, in this society, they try to act as if that does make you brilliant. But, you know, when we go back to the ancients, and especially the pyramids in South America, they don't want to show you that because the murals down there are all depicting black people. Those people aren't book smart, but they were definitely they were definitely advanced when you look at those South American pyramids. That's why y'all always want to look at Egypt. But the ones in South America are actually better. But it's too too much black on the murals, y'all. They don't want to show you that. <laughs> it's too, it's too, actually, it's too much on them Egyptian pyramids, too. You know? But, you know, I, I don't want to veer off to something else. So... You know, Irving is writing that on sneakers because he's a free agent. So anybody can make him an offer and get Kyrie Irving signature sneakers. And we all know, we already know, and I noticed uh, the mainstream news is kind of avoiding talking about him with a Black-owned sneaker company. You notice they're not putting that out in a big way. They're not. If it wasn't for us talking about it online, you would never know about it because mainstream news, you know, they're very biased. They are intentionally biased. So anything they put out about Kyrie, you know, they always want to add this spin to it with, Oh, you know, what he did on Twitter and, oh, his sneaker deal lost it, Nike. Because y'all like beating dead horses. And see, and that's a big reason why people have gotten away 
from mainstream news and they come to social media or they just come online for their news. That's a big reason. See, online, you got control over what you want to see and what you can exclude. And see, the kind of people that get caught up in the drama are the ones that exclusively watch mainstream news. But those of us that don't watch you, we don't get so heavy in your drama and caught up in all of your intentional racial biases. So that is the latest message. I like the message he got on there. Free all of my people, dot, 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 I am. Well, I tell you what, I know what he means. It's sitting up here writing on the article, confusing message. Yeah, it's a confusing message because the message is not for you. Feel me? It's not for you. So y'all, please tell me what you think about this video. Please leave your comment and subscribe. Don't forget to hit on the notification bell and I'll see you on the next video. Peace, family. Ladies and gentlemen, reparations is growing across the nation. You know, at one point in time, they would say something and they would just kind of quiet down. Well, we are beyond those times. They can't come up with any magic words that's going to make this go away because it's actually exploding across the country and it's going to continue to do so whether you like it or not. You have no magic words. Zero. So let's get into this, y'all. I have done several videos on reparations in the different parts of the country that where they're coming up with task force to move forward, to push reparations through. We haven't seen any real tangibles go out to the people just yet. So a movement to pay Black Americans reparations for slavery gathers steam across the country, and it most certainly does, okay? California probably uh, recently has been the biggest on the radar about this whole situation, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, and it's going to continue to grow because as time goes on, many of these states are realizing they have to do something. They really do. So, Dozens of Democratic-ran cities and states have already established or considering establishing task force and commissions to study the issue, and a handful have already launched programs. Efforts also underway by Congress where progressives, 
in both the House and Senate have introduced legislation that would create federal commissions to tackle the prickly topic. They have done nothing. They just blew up HR 40 in our faces and that was really to try to make us go quiet about this whole thing. And as you can see, it did not work. So in the Senate, New Jersey, Senator Booker is among those spearheading the effort. And I don't trust Corey Booker because back when he was running, he was one of the first people to come out and say he did not support reparations. And then when he saw the response he was getting, all of a sudden, you see him popping up here and there involved in, you know, these reparation talks. And, you know, nobody's going to forget what you said, buddy. Nobody's going to forget. So in a letter urging President Biden to support his initiative, Mr. Booker said the legacy of slavery remains with us today and is compounded by ongoing racism and discrimination. The consequences for Black people in this country have been severe, continuous, and measurable. That's what he wrote to Joe Biden in a letter. So leading the charge, of course, right now is California. You know, they certainly are not the first state to bring it up, but they are the first to really move forward. And you've got a governor there that supports it, which is highly unusual. So... We heard some of the debate that came out of California suggesting that uh, the residents get $233,000 each in compensation. The proposal come despite the fact that slavery was banned in what is now California by the Mexican government in 1837 and the state entered the American Union at 1850 as a free state. Yeah, I, you know, I saw... Uh, some non-melanated person write about that. But here's the problem. Y'all still perpetuated racism. You still practice intimate um, domain, eminent domain. You still um, had people with slaves that moved there and y'all didn't do nothing about it. You let them continue on with life. It's not like you have been treating the black residents good. You haven't. Look at what happened with Nori Martinez and, and that group of bandits that seem like they only want to be in office to undermine the black community. You still got ongoing racism in politics all over California. So, and y'all have not only been racist, but you've been perpetuating it through your laws. So I don't see how you're so innocent in the whole thing. I really don't. But let's go on, y'all. Always the first to jump up and yap about why we, we didn't do this and do that. Yeah, well, your history is permeating with all kinds of crap that was done. So the New York State Assembly passed a bill establishing an 11-member reparations committee in the Empire State last year. But the measure stalled in the state Senate. Now, prominent New Yorkers such as the your uh, mayor, which is Eric Adams, is urging the state to reconsider the bill. This country was built on free labor, sure was, and we are who we are because of that free labor, Adams said. 
that free labor destroyed the foundation of African-Americans that worked on plantations, made cotton king, tobacco industry, and many of the banking in industries. That, that's just some of it. You still got the universities, you got all of these insurance companies. It, it is so, so deep. It is so deep. And even all of the Catholic church, they, they financed their churches and schools off of slavery. And they were knee deep in it. And knee deep in the murder of many of those slaves as well. All right, so now you have Wilmington, Delaware. The city was established by a nine member task force earlier this month who remit its tackle, you know, the issue. That's why I'm telling y'all, you know, they always, when I was in school, wanted you to believe that it was just Southern states. It was really all over this country. It really was. That's why you're hearing about all of these places and, you know, outside of the South that are putting these task force together because it was everywhere. So Wilmington, Delaware is now in on it with a nine member task force and they're trying to deal with the issue of reparations. We've been hearing over the past couple of years, Evanston, Illinois. They were another one, but come to find out theirs was really uh, a grant for housing, down payments and repairs. So, and that was not reparations. And what they're labeling reparations is not reparations at all. So now there's also St. Louis, and they are also uh, putting together a commission for reparations in St. Louis. And we now have Providence, Rhode Island, you know, and they are only signing off on $10 million. When they offer up such a low amount of money, we really can't take them seriously at all, you know. And they know that's not a sufficient amount of money. But if they can get away with doing this with $10 million and making you believe it's some big thing they're doing, that's what they're going to attempt to do. But it bears as a garbage one. You're going to have many of those in the so-called blue states, y'all. So in all, more than a dozen states New York, New Jersey, Illinois, among them, are now considering setting up the mechanism to consider reparations for Black Americans in their state. A recent survey by Pew Research Center found widely divergent views among Americans. Well, of course you are. You're just going to get the same thing whenever they question people from the white community, no, they don't deserve it, no, no, no. I mean, it's not like you're saying anything earth shattering. We already know what you're gonna say. And of course, then when you talk to black Americans, 77% believe reparations are deserved. Only 18% of white Americans support the idea, which is not shocking. That's to be expected. Look at the history, y'all. That should tell you right there what you should expect from them. So those who believe such measures at local levels are insufficient are pinning their hopes on a bill introduced uh, three decades ago in the House by the late Congressman John Conyers 
the bill which would create a commission to study reparations for Black Americans is now being championed by Sheila Jackson Lee. And we, when was the last time she did a meeting for HR 40? I haven't seen one meet. When, when was the last time we saw a meeting? Wasn't that like 2020? I'm serious, y'all. She ain't do a meeting in so long. We can hardly remember there was a meeting. Nothing. She ain't doing it. Sheila Jackson Lee ain't doing squat. So, absent from action from House, Miss Jackson Lee and other supporters of the bill, which has now nearly 200 co-sponsors. Yeah, they co-sponsor because there's no money involved. Yeah, it's easy to sign on to something and you're not really giving up a thing. Uh, Mr. Biden, who has previously expressed support for the bill, but Biden has also openly said he's not for us getting reparations. Okay, <laughs> Don't lose sight of that at all, for real. So the mandate to create such a commission via executive order. At a national synopsis on the topic in Evanston this month, Ms. Jackson Lee suggests that millions of Americans support the idea of reparations. Yes, but you are in a body where laws are created and y'all not doing nothing. Y'all not doing a thing. So she claims, I want for once an acceptance of the history of the journey that African-Americans have taken to be an accepted reality in America. Ms. Jackson Lee said at an event, not out of fear, but out of how do we come together to resolve what happened? Well, there's some people that would much rather just keep moving on with life and not have to deal with this. That is their solution. But it's not a solution that will stand. Not anymore. So I'm glad other states are getting in. I hope more, you know, as time moves on, if more states dive in there and take on reparations, I will let you all know. And this thing should get bigger in 2023. You know, so y'all, please tell me what you think about this video. Please leave your comment and subscribe. Don't forget to hit on the notification bell. And I'll see you on the next video. Peace. Family. throughout the country, but